0: Hello and welcome to Sola Sisters, I'm Erica and I'm Kerr and today we're talking about earthly fathers and our heavenly father as it is our father's day episode mm-hmm. so we might say different things I don't know if you go off of what you had in your in the calendar in my brain yeah
1: you know now that you mentioned that I should probably pull those up huh
0: <laughs> we don't really know exactly mm-hmm. yet it's just kind
1: of we're gonna wing it we're winging it so it's gonna be fine
0: let's get on with the episode hmm
1: <laughs> okay so you were more raised in the church and more experienced just with Christianity as a whole your entire life more than me so was it odd for you or was it difficult or was it just weird that God calls himself a father? Is that a weird... Was that ever a weird thing for you or a difficult thing so. for you? I don't think so.
0: Um, I... Yeah, I don't... Sorry if you hear that. My phone's vibrating. Um, no, I don't remember that being a weird concept for me as a kid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember like generally understanding that principle more of like God created us in the same way. Like your parents created you. So it's kind of natural to call him your father because he made you. And he loves you like a father is supposed to love you kind of thing. So that wasn't weird for me as well. But I think as I grew up and the more that I learned about my own earthly father and how he is supposed to be a reflection of the heavenly father and how much he fell short and Mm -hmm. how much sin truly entangled him. Like for the record, I don't have a problem saying this, but me and my sister do not speak to our father for a variety of reasons, but we haven't had him in our lives basically since, my parents were married, I feel like, maybe a few years after that. So probably around 12, 13, 14, me and my sister were just kind of done with him mm-hmm. and his crap. So we, we don't speak with him. Um, so sometimes for me, it does get challenging because you do have a special love for your parents and a special bond that you're supposed to have. And so to translate that to my relationship with God as father, it can be very easy for me to say, well, I don't need a father. I'm pretty self-sufficient, so why why do I need a heavenly father? Right. It's very easy to get caught up in that aspect. I feel like we, just as the world at large, and I guess in the Christian culture as well, we kind of go to either extreme of we are desperate for a father figure, so we'll pick anything. So that even includes, like, the government picking up where a father should be in terms of, like, um, like welfare benefits you can get and things of that nature. And just trying to make anything my daddy so I don't have to take care of myself or right. someone can take care of the hard things of life for me so I can have an easier life. And then we go to the opposite extreme of... I don't need anybody. I'm a strong, independent woman who don't need no daddy, you know? So we, I feel like we've created a lot of this in the culture at large, and it really depends on, it really depends on your worldview. It really depends Mm -hmm. on what you believe about God, what you believe about humanity, what you believe about society, what you believe about America. Right. And it can change a lot of how you view God. Which can be a good thing or a bad thing. Right. <laughs> if you're clinging to scriptures and all those situations, it's probably going to be a good thing for you. But if you're not going to scripture, you're going to learn a false father in heaven.
0: You know? Yeah, or you'll you'll learn about God through your dad, but
1: mm-hmm. then you
0: won't actually seek to find the real God because your dad has let you down so much. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I see a lot of... Um, like, a lot of people in the church, even, who have poor earthly fathers, mm-hmm. they tend to go that way. If you have a really bad earthly dad, then you kind of make your heavenly father in the image of your earthly father. Right. And that's really dangerous. Yes. And I understand why, because you can see your earthly father more than God, because God doesn't have a physical body. Sure, right. So it just, God the Father doesn't have a physical body. Um, <laughs> God the, the one Son one we're does. talking about, yeah. truly. God the Son does. But, um... Yeah, it's just, I see that really often, and it, it makes me really sad because I so deeply want them to have a good relationship with their Heavenly Father because it can, it's going to heal so many of those wounds right. from your Earthly Father. Right. Not all of them on this side of yeah. eternity. That's why we have hope in having the new Heaven and the new Earth, but right, mm-hmm. I just see that those, like, uh, some people going down that path, too.
1: Right. That's very true. It's very... Very sad, but it also makes sense because, like, we are very quick. We take the things of this world and make them into an image of God. So many different things, but oh, yeah. in particular, a father figure is so specific because we understand God as being our father. So when uh, you have a poor earthly father and like yes we are all sinners we have all fallen short of the glory of God but there are because there's a what's the word fathers get a lot of crap because they are the head of the household
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: a lot of responsibility immediately falls on them first and we recognize that almost subconsciously which is why like we blame a lot of our issues on daddy issues so to speak or if you hear things moving around or sounding like a fart it's because there's construction happening in this place at the moment
0: yeah and my dog is in here so you might hear him like growl or whine or
1: chew his paws we're just like winging it (laughs) (laughs) this episode yeah. And our chairs are squeaky, so, it, you know, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm losing my dream. or, <laughs> the mic not
0: even pick any of that up.
1: I know, no one even knows we, why oof. we're making faces at each other. <laughs> I mean, you can't see us anyway, but, oh, heavens. So I don't even remember what I was saying. Do you know what I was saying? <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that it's, a, like, an assumed role that fathers have as head of the household. yes,
1: yes. So, we are quick to blame our fathers for a lot of issues that we have. And, like, sometimes it's totally valid. Totally valid. Like, he should have been your leader, your protector, your father. And he should have loved you and protected you and disciplined you and raised you up in fear and out of mission of the Lord. And sometimes they don't. You know? So, um It's very, like, daddy issues are very real because there's, they have a lot of responsibility and there's a lot they should be doing for the family constantly. Um, We should remember that they are sinners as well. That's Mm -hmm. very important. Like, they're going to mess up, but if they aren't messing up in a godly way, also, like, like, if they yelled at you in anger or something like that, when that shouldn't have been the consequence of the particular sin that you had participated in and your dad caught you or something like yelling at you in anger is almost never appropriate you know <laughs> so if that's the case he should be coming to you and saying please forgive me daughter Right. this was wrong of me like that is being a leader of your household when right. you can admit that you're wrong and try to correct that so Repentance that your children doesn't can learn. stop
0: when you have offspring
1: that's like, right. It's not yes. like
0: you just assume this role of like, you've hit your peak of perfection when you have kids. It's, you realize how much more of a sinner you are when you have uh-huh. kids because they tick you off and you realize, oh, maybe my fruit of, re- of patience isn't as ripe as I thought it was. Right. Or, <laughs> yeah. like, you had patience down and then you had kids and then like, got went out the window uh-huh. or something or right. self-control or really any, any of the fruit of the spirit. And so... Having kids can really draw that out of you as well, just like we mentioned in the toxic mom culture. Mm-hmm. The same thing, mm-hmm. moms, if you are causing like more of a mess because of your response to your kids' like sin or just even like I don't know, mistake that they make, mm-hmm. then you have the obligation to repent to them as well. And I think dad's just the same, but it's just kind of funny how. Yeah, we we say things like daddy issues, but Mm -hmm. then we're so quick to throw dads out of the like out of the picture. Right. In our culture, instead like, of fixing we don't need the men. But then look at all of the issues that these grown women have, and it's because of daddy issues. Mm-hmm. It's like so: do we need men, or are there issues not because they had an absentee father? Right. So which one is it? Right. And mm-hmm. instead of just blaming it, why don't we search to find a solution to it? How do right. we get dads to care enough to stay at the home and care for their kids? Mm-hmm. And when they don't, how do we communicate that there is a heavenly father that loves them mm-hmm. that will never forsake them? Because they can read the Bible all day, mm-hmm. but if they've never experienced a dad that stays or a dad that doesn't respond in wrath or, right. like, continuously punish them, or even, like, they hear the story of the of Jesus on the cross,
1: like, uh-huh. that can be really scary
0: for a lot of people that have really poor relationships, poor relationships with dads.
1: Or have and, experienced their own father's wrath and think, right. is that going to happen to me as well? Right. Something along so those we, lines. So we we shouldn't cease to call God Father. Mm-hmm.
0: But I also don't think that we should, like, well, God says that he's the perfect father, so you just have to believe it. Like, you have to teach people. Yes, yes. Like, what that means and why he is so much better than your earthly dad. Yes.
1: And for the record, God is going to be better at everything that any human on this side of eternity can do. That includes your mom, that includes your spouse, that includes your children. He is better at all of it.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I so. have a really great relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, we're pretty opposite in that. Like That's sweet.
1: Did it, didn't it? did your dad marry you guys? Yeah. He that's officiated out our mm-hmm. wedding.
0: And he... Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, our first dance, our daddy-daughter dance, was mm-hmm. po- or I guess our last dance, um, was supposed to be You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story. Because I was okay. like, isn't that so uh-huh. cute? And my dad was like, yeah, that's cute. And then... Um, so, like, we went along with... Like, he... Like, my mom went along with it. But little did I know that he was writing his own song for our daddy-daughter dance.
1: So he coordinated it with the
0: DJ and had the DJ play, like, the beginning of You've Got a Friend in Me. Uh And then, like, technical difficulties, like, air quotes, happened. And it started playing a different song. And it was my aunt singing this, like, song, and my dad was like, if you pull out the piece of paper in the envelope on your tables, you can read the lyrics that I wrote. Oh, my god! And it was so cute. Did you cry? Yeah, I did.
1: That's so sweet. Like a baby. I can't believe I didn't even know that. That's so sweet. How special. Yeah. It was really sweet. And Mm -hmm. I, like,
0: I'm always going to cherish that with my dad. Mm -hmm. But there are things that he did when I was growing up, or there's things that he's done even as I'm an adult that, Mm -hmm. like... He's sinned against me just like I've sinned against him. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. But, but I guess my dad has always been really good at, well, as long as I can remember, there might have been a time when he wasn't good at it sure. and had to learn to be good. Yes. But from my earliest memories, my dad has been really good at saying, I am like the utmost of sinners and like I failed you in this way and I hope that you can forgive me or special. it's just a gift of God that you haven't, gone down this path when I have shown you when I've sinned against you in that way Mm -hmm. so like my dad is is open and able to apologize when he knows that he's failed or or done wrong towards me and um so yeah I just like remember growing up Like, reconciliation was, like, big in our family. My dad took Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, held a lot of importance to that. That's great. And so... That's really great. That helped me understand God as father, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, like, if my dad and I are this close on earth, how much more does my heavenly father care for me? Yeah. And how much closer should my heavenly father and I be? Right. And things like that. So it's just cool, like... You get a little glimpse. You get a little bit of a glimpse. And... Even in my dad's shortcomings, I can see, wow, if my dad, like, sinned, like, this against me, and I know that God is perfect, I know that God will never hurt me in that way. Yes. And there's, like, a so much of a greater joy in understanding God as Father, but then also there's a greater joy in understanding God as Forgiver, too. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it just is really cool, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it it hurts my heart when I hear about people that... Have poor earthly fathers and translate that to their heavenly father. Because it's right. like, no,
1: if you only knew. No, it's so different. If you only knew. This world has fallen, but he is a perfect father who he wants the best for you. He is in control of your life. He loves you if you belong to him. So he's going to do everything that he can to discipline you. To make you into the image of his son. Right. Because now you are co-heirs with Christ. That means whatever Jesus gets, you get. Because you are that close into his family now. Like, I feel like it's so cliche whenever Christians say, like, we have been adopted into God's family. But, like, mm-hmm. that's scripture. Mm-hmm. We have been chosen by God to be a part of his family. To be adopted. To be called sons and daughters of God now. Right,
0: and we take on the full image of His Son.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, we
0: are holy and blameless before the Lord, and that is crazy.
1: Yes. That He
0: would... Sinner uh, as I am, holy her. and blameless before God the Father. Uh-huh. That's ridiculous. <laughs> when
1: He sees you, He sees Jesus. So when we get to Judgment Day, and we are looking at the Father on the throne, because we have been washed by the blood of Jesus, because Jesus took on the cross for our sins... He's going to see us as Jesus if we believe in his atonement and resurrection. Like, that's just so crazy to think about. Like, there's nothing in me that's desirable. It's because Jesus is desirable. What Jesus did for us changed everything. Mm -hmm. So that all you have to do is believe in him and you'll be saved. Right. It's just It's crazy. It's freaking nuts, man. (sighs) Anyway. I know Father's Day can be hard for a lot of people, um, especially in our society at large. Like, no one likes their dad anymore. <laughs> it's kind of what it feels like. It, it feels like that a lot. Although I think the church, um, the church at large, is a bit different when it comes to that. There's a there's a lot of great godly dads that I know. Like, oh, with, yeah. within our congregation, there are so many dads who are so freaking awesome. Even just, like, I can't tell you
0: how many times my dad has become a pseudo-dad for friends in high school that mm-hmm. didn't have good dads. Yeah. Like, there was a girl um, in middle school that I knew that we were friends, and then, like, we hated each other. And then we were friends, and then we hated each other. <laughs> and it was just, you know, typical middle school drama stuff. Yeah. But her dad... um, I'm not gonna, like, give details or anything, but, like, her dad went to prison Uh for abuse toward her and her mom. Okay. And so, um, like, that was where a lot of the imbalance of our friendship came from, and, like, no fault of her own, like, she's just trying to handle it, and, right, and so it was just really hard to keep that friendship, but even when we were, like, on our, like, the worst terms, and something bad happened with her dad at home or her mom or something, she would call me and she'd be like, can I come over? And she would just walk Mm -hmm. over to my house and our house was always open and my Mm -hmm. dad never looked at her any differently. Mm -hmm. I think he did have, like, a couple of hard conversations with her, but I think that's what she wanted. Like, that's what... She wanted her dad think,
1: to discipline her, right? But mm-hmm. I don't think she
0: ever knew that, I, and and right. even if she did, I don't think she would ever admit it, right?
1: Right. But it's
0: yes. like I want to be disciplined and call out for my garbage. Yes. Like who's gonna admit that? You know?
1: Right. Uh-huh. And so
0: I think like, but she she would call my dad dad, and that's just who my dad is, and that's, that's who my mean. dad was, and even that's friends really from great. college would still call my dad dad, and it's just cool. Like my dad has become. A fatherly figure to other people other than just me and my little brother Mm -hmm. and because he cares for people so deeply yes that's really
1: sweet um, that's really special
0: like i'm just really thankful for that and my mom has Mm -hmm. done that too i don't think Mm -hmm. i mentioned that well we didn't really talk about like our personal our personal moms on the i don't think we did mother's day episode but like my mom is like that too Mm -hmm. and so it's just really cool seeing how my parents love for the lord has translated
1: into like loving their n- neighbor, right? As it's supposed like, to, <laughs> yeah,
0: and just even like it's such a deeper sense, yeah. And being someone's, like, I don't know, like spiritual dad or like spiritual mom, mm-hmm. or however you want to word that, I don't really know, yeah. Um, but it's just really cool. And like, I if you are lonely on this Father's Day, or if like if you don't have a good relationship with your dad, or if your dad's passed away, I know that's really hard too, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that there are always godly men that will care for you and love you. Yes. And just like our mothers say, I know we didn't mention this, but um, I know there's godly women that mm-hmm. will care for you and love you as as a mother should. Yes. And um, So many of
1: them. So there are many. So many of them. It's very true.
0: And it doesn't fill that <coughs> void because it's not your actual father, mm-hmm. but it's something.
1: Yes, it helps a lot. Like, I remember when I first became a believer, I was 15, so I was already not speaking to my dad on a regular basis. Like, once in a blue blue moon, maybe on his birthday, maybe on Father's Day, I would say, hi. But then, (laughs) but because I was so involved in church at 15, like, going to church on Wednesdays and Sundays, both services on Sundays, the church really stepped in where my father should have been. And I can confidently say that, even though I wouldn't recommend that church nowadays. But during that time, for that season of my life, it was... The church was my father when I needed one. And it pointed me to the true father. And that's probably why I'm not as screwed up as I should be, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) But... They were the ones who raised me. They were the ones who told me when I was wrong. And it was hard because I had never been disciplined in my life by anyone. So for someone to tell me I was wrong at 16, I was like, what are you talking about? I've been right my entire life. Yeah, right. (laughs) So there are churches. If you feel fatherless, the church will take you in and make you their child, essentially. And you will be part of that family. It really becomes a family. Like, I remember being so close to so many people at church, more so than anyone I'm biologically related to. Oh, yeah. It changes everything. Because that's what the church is supposed to be. Right, It takes in those who don't have. We're connected.
0: Like, I don't know. It feels like our souls are all connected because we're all one body. (laughs) Yes. And it's really cool when you get to experience that in... Like the way that God has intended it to be. Mm-hmm. And it's even more fun when you sin against another person or someone says against you, and you're like, I'm going to forgive you. And it's, or you've been forgiven for something, and it's just a really good sign of, or reminder of, if. Someone can sin against me or I can sin against somebody else and one of us can offer forgiveness to the other. Mm-hmm. How much more forgiveness has God the Father offered us through right. his son? And yes. that is just
1: so cool. That is so great. It's so great. There's so much more with God the Father than anything else. And now we have straight access to him because of what the son did. That is so crazy. That's so freaking crazy. <laughs> Um, there was one thing I wanted to address before we stopped, too. Okay. I, uh, really, especially the ladies who listen to this podcast, since this is more oriented towards chicks, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to ask our listeners, like, I don't even know a good chunk of them, but, so this might not mean anything coming from me, but <laughs> you're listening, so take it for what it is. I really think it's important to search your heart search your soul and be truthful about it whether you are making up your daddy issues or they are real because so many people it's almost become trendy to have daddy issues oh yeah you know what I mean are your daddy
0: issues a result of actual like deep like habitual sin against you Mm -hmm. or is it a result of your own lack of wanting to forgive your father for sins that were committed against you? Because either way he's sinned against you. Yes. And there's no getting around that. Mm -hmm. Sin is sin and it's egregious no matter if it was what we might consider of like a small sin or a really big sin. Uh It's still something that
1: separated us and worthy of
0: Christ's life. That's right. And how much of that is harbored bitterness
1: right, and lack of Right, and resentment, yeah, in your soul. Like, when you think of your father, are you thinking about forgiving him or are you complaining in the back of your mind of all the things that he's done? When you just immediately think of your father just initially, are you thinking good things or are you thinking bad things? Yeah. You might have some resentment and some bitterness in your soul that you need to deal with. And sure, it might be different if he's a believer or not. There's always that but you still have to go to him as your daughter and say I've been harboring this against you or I haven't fully forgiven you for this and this was 10 years ago or whatever or something ridiculous. It's really crucial and even if it's something that it's very minute and not a big deal we have to learn how to be people of forgiveness Because Jesus says 70 times 7. That doesn't mean once you hit 491, you're done forgiving. (laughs) You hit your max, you're done. Count me out. Count me out. It means that whenever anyone comes to you and asks for your forgiveness, you have to be ready to forgive. We have to be a people who are constantly ready to forgive because Jesus forgave us that way. Right. So. Yeah, when we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's right. Right.
0: And also, like, you might have forgiven your daddy, you might still have really deep rooted, like, residual father issues, Uh and that's fine. Uh huh. What what are you doing to resolve them? Yes, yes. Complaining isn't going to resolve them, and complaining isn't going to draw you closer to the father. Mm
1: hmm.
0: But, sorry. There's a a dog in here. You can probably like, definitely hear that. I think so. He's like going to town on his elbow right now. He's like, he's so cute. Maybe you can't hear that, but anyway, my dog is licking his elbow. (laughs) Dogs have elbows? Is that what? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I can say it's an elbow, or is it a backwards knee? That's the question. Okay,
0: (laughs) I'm gonna go really off track. I tried to explain this to Ricky, and he looked at me like I was crazy. Dogs have four legs, Uh but also two arms. Hmm. They're all four legs. But sometimes the front two can be (laughs) arms.
1: So does that mean if we I mean sometimes I have four legs in two, is that your logic? If I walk on When do you walk on all fours? If I'm crawling? Why? (laughs) Have you ever crawled in your life? Do they change into legs once they are all on the floor? Is that the rule? No. But I just think that
0: Dozer has two arms for sure. I don't know what he's doing. He's breaking stuff. Oh.
1: <laughs> you know, I think I disagree with that assessment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi, honey. What are you doing? He's so needy. He's so sweet. Sorry, we got really distracted we with did Dozer. He's so cute. He's the goodest boy. I love him. Um, Get a dog for Father's Day.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's our hot tip. <laughs> can be hard. It can be fun. It can be totally fine. I don't know your life. But make sure you acknowledge your true father in heaven on Father's Day. I mean, every day. Every minute. But just remember that there is a perfect father who has adopted you as his son or daughter, whatever your one gender is, because you only got one. You can't <laughs> change it.
0: Oh, my gosh. Have you seen that going around? Like Christians say that. There's only two genders, but they adhere to
1: God's preferred pronouns. Have you heard that? Uh, what does that even oh mean? What are God's preferred pronouns? Father, he. Son, Holy Spirit? He. Yes. He, he him. him.
0: But, but God, is, God is technically non-binary because he doesn't have a gender. But his preferred...
1: He says he. And he's a father...
0: And a son. But those are his preferred pronouns. I can't
1: even. This is so, a lot of garbage. <laughs> Jesus had a penis. All say it.
0: No, but like God the Father and the Ugh, Holy Spirit. We I wanna, can't. We want to interchange can't. their. We want to call God Mother.
1: Everyone is an idiot. Oh, that's probably mean to say, huh? <sighs>
0: Tune He's in next man. week when um, <laughs> when we repent <laughs> for being mean on the podcast. No, uh, just kidding.
1: I know I stand by it. God's a he, and you can be sure of that. Promise you.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I. I just thought about that. Like, I saw that a lot on social media recently, Ugh. and it's just so crazy. I
1: just can't even. And, like, even. some professing Christians are sharing that. And
0: I'm like, well, stop. Here's just the stop.
1: thing: they They're just repeating the same thing the serpent said to Adam. Did God really say that he was well, yeah. a he? He's not clever. Did God really say this or this? Like, how yeah, did... he did. It's in his freaking word. Like, how did Satan tempt Ugh, Adam I and Eve
0: that way? How did Satan tempt Jesus by asking him about if God really (laughs) him. oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Oh no, Tozer. What the freaking crap. I'm fine. Sorry, everyone has no idea what's (laughs) happening right now. Did he just run into yeah. that, or did it fall? <laughs> no, he ran into it, but it hurt. You loser. Okay, He's let, me so give nervous you, now. let me give you some context of what <laughs> just happened. <laughs> my
0: dog is sniffing oh. everything in this godforsaken recording we're, studio. Yeah, we're also
1: in uh, the boys' studio right now. We're and, not in our studio, so... Yeah,
0: the boys being um, the odd cast... Oh, yeah, I guess they don't know that. If you're new to this. um, Wow, this is just a hot mess. mess. I'm
1: really sorry, everybody.
0: Anyway, my dog is joining us because my husband and my father-in-law are remodeling our bathroom upstairs. So my dog has to be down here with us. And he is sniffing some studio lights. And in the midst of his sniffy-sniff adventures, he starts to play with the cord, and the cord of the really big studio light, like, knocked the whole light down.
1: Yeah. It just and now, fell on top of me.
0: It's fine. <laughs> oh, it fell on top of me. It was on my back. Oh, oh no. Um, it's fine. I'm fine. Okay. And now my dog is licking his
1: elbow again, so...
0: yeah. It's great. I think it's time. It's I think it's time to end this. <laughs> <laughs> We've said all the things. We've talked about how dogs have four legs oh and simultaneously goodness, four of I those can. two two of those legs can be arms. And um
1: Yeah. No, that's not true. I disagree. I disagree with that assessment. <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs>
0: Cool. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We're sorry it was so messy, but nonetheless, we hope that, um, you know, we hope that you have a good Father's Day, whether you have a good relationship with your earthly father or if you're trying to figure out how your heavenly father doesn't fall short in the way the earthly father does, Mm -hmm. or even if you have a really great relationship with your dad. Like, we hope you enjoy this time. Yes. And we hope that you see your father, all of the good parts of him, as a reflection of your Heavenly Father and mm-hmm. of the shortcomings, a reflection of just how perfect God the Father truly is. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Amen,
1: sister. Amen,
0: sis. Cool. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Sorry it was kind of messy. And as always, all glory be to Christ. Bye. Bye.